Hello and welcome back to Control Alt Delete, the podcast with the same name as my book, which is out in July with Ebri at Penguin Random House. So this is episode two and I'm so excited to announce who I've got as a guest on the show today. I'm going to call it a show. That sounds quite uh, professional when I say show. So yes, this podcast is a place where I get to interview people who I think are just doing really cool stuff on the internet. And we discuss lots of things from friendship, relationships, careers, feminism, creativity. But at the heart of every conversation is really how social media has changed our lives. So I'm so happy to announce that my guest today is Zoe Sugg, aka Zoella. So I first discovered Zoe in about 2011 when I used to read her blog and uh, YouTube channel. Fast forward five years, she now has 10 million subscribers two books, one of which was the fastest selling novel of all time, beating JK Rowling. And she has her own beauty line in Superdrug called Zoella Beauty. So yes, I went to Brighton on a very, very sunny day to interview Zoe. We sat on the floor and Nala was there and it was awesome. And we got to chat about all sorts of different things. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I came away feeling really inspired from chatting to Zoe and I hope you do too listening to this. I couldn't possibly do a podcast about the internet and social media without interviewing the queen herself of YouTube. That's and, a very big title. And <laughs> all things internet. So yeah, I'm here with Zoe Sug. It's amazing to be here in your house, Zoe. Thank you for having me. I tried to tidy up as much as possible. Oh, it just looks amazing. <laughs> Apart it's... from the pumpkin stain that I have here on my carpet. Yeah, so chic. But um, no, it's, it's so funny because obviously I'm a massive fan of your YouTube videos and you are probably the person I watch the most online. I don't think... I watch some other YouTube videos, but I just like that you kind of cover everything. Yeah. Um, but I thought we could like go back in time to when you were younger, because I mm-hmm. think like you've always been really creative and it's not really a surprise that you've ended up doing what you're doing. Because if you look back, like you yeah. were so creative at school, you were vlogging age 11. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, when did you first discover the first computer, for example? Like, when did you get one in your house? Um, I think we must have, I think I must have been around like... 12 or 13 but we didn't use it for the internet we used it for like the sims Mm. or i think i used to get like revision games you know like really boring revision games on a cd roll yeah Yeah. um and little floppy disks of course um but i think i started using the internet when i was about i don't know it must have been quite late like 14 13 14 possibly um for things that weren't just google um, What's interesting is that you you were doing like you were recording yourself, for example, like on your yeah. family holidays. You were doing that genuinely because you really liked doing that. Like you didn't have anywhere to publish that at the time. No. There was nowhere to put it. Exactly. I actually watched that video back the other day, and when I found that on a disc, because obviously when I found that disc, I had been doing YouTube for a while. I found it and I was like, this is the weirdest yeah. thing because. When I started doing YouTube, everyone was like, you know, oh, have you always wanted to do this? Have you always been interested in filming yourself? And I was like, no, no, I haven't actually, no. And then when I watched that, I was like, wait, yes, I have. Like, I used to, I think my dad got his first camcorder for a family holiday. Must have been like, I don't know, when I was about 11. Yeah. That was the first one I picked up anyway. He obviously had, you know, the ones you used to hold Yeah, to I face. remember them. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't as interested in those. But when they had a little swivel screen and you could make the film black and white and you could put filters on it, I was like, this is quite cool. And I used to make my friends do dances. I used to film them. Those I haven't published online <laughs> yet. <laughs> There's so much more. Yeah, I know, there are lots more. Um, I used to act out like 
films that I liked. Um, I used to pretend to do music videos. And it was only when I found that video diary that I was like, where had I seen this mm. to know how to do that? And I still don't really know. It must have been in like TV shows, like video diaries, I suppose. I don't really know, but it was almost like instinct. When there was a camera in my hand, I was having fun and I was being creative and I absolutely loved it. It's so interesting looking back because I I feel like, you know, now I have like nieces and nephews who are really young. Yeah. You want to you wanna notice what they're enjoying. Mm. And because I feel, I don't know about you, but at my school, like being creative wasn't really rewarded. No, um, mine wasn't. And I, you know... I felt like a real failure at school half the time. I just wasn't very good at things. Yeah. Like, I was bad at math. And you know when you're in the bottom class and you just know you're in the bottom class, yeah. that's like, fine, whatever. Um, but now I feel like it's okay to, like, be a writer or be an illustrator or be a designer or yeah. make films. And that's that's a really massive career that it yeah. can turn into. Yeah, hugely. I feel like when well, back when I was in school, it, what, careers weren't really talked about much. There wasn't kind of a lot of option it wasn't oh you enjoy fashion well you can do this you can do this you can do this it was either so I like fashion does that mean I have to be a fashion designer mm. does that mean I have to make clothes or <laughs> yeah. do I have to be a doctor or a vet or a receptionist it was like such like here's a brochure like, yeah like, like amazing things. jobs don't get me wrong yeah. but it was I always just thought there weren't really that many it, yeah creativity wasn't explored as much when the internet became big we didn't need to ask anyone's permission yeah like that's what's really interesting about what you've done is you didn't have to ask to no. show your videos to the world you just did yeah because I'm really interested in like this sort of that era of like 2009 2008 yeah. and how you obviously just really enjoyed it and I feel the same probably about Twitter for example I've made loads of friends off Twitter mm-hmm. who are now really good friends and yeah. it was almost you were able to suss out the people who were like you and it's amazing to see you and your friends who all started on YouTube at the same time did you know that something massive was happening or were you all just like oh this is cool we're getting to go traveling a bit and yeah it was honestly at the time I was like this is really cool and there are some other people doing it there wasn't that it didn't feel like there were that many people doing it back then and we all made friends we all had something in common and I feel like we were all learning together we were like oh this is cool and oh this is what Twitter does and Oh, look at this update. Everything was new. Like, I used to tweet from my phone by sending a text to Twitter. Oh, my God, did you? Yeah. <gasps> I didn't have the app. I just used to text from That's my phone. Crazy. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, and so it was like we were all learning together. And then when the video started getting bigger, it was like, oh, wait, this can happen. And, oh, my gosh, we've been invited to an event. It was all so new and Every time something happened, like, oh, I, like one of the first beauty events I mm. went to because of my blog was a body shop event. And I was like, this is literally the coolest thing I have ever done and will ever do. Like, I just didn't think anything more was going to happen. And the people that I followed on YouTube, I mean, I wasn't following anyone whose channel was necessarily growing really quickly or they were doing things beyond what I was already doing. So it was mm. really hard to notice where it could go so it was all just kind of like I mean to be honest even now I'm like surely this is the maximum amount of cool things that can happen I feel like you're the reason I love you so much as well is because I thought that if you get to a point where you're as successful as you are how do you remain normal like how is there something about when you exceed your expectations in life everything's just like okay what is going on let's just go with it yeah exactly exactly it's almost like you think that's the coolest thing that's ever going to happen this is amazing. I've done all, like, by the time I was, like, 24, I'd done things that I didn't even think I would ever do in my life. And, like, being able to buy my own house, like, at 25. It's, like, little things like that that I'm, like, 
I never, even when I start, my channel started getting successful, I never had like an end goal. Mm. There was never like, I want this, or it's just kind of, I take it all in my stride and kind of think, this is so cool. I'm never going to take this for granted because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if tomorrow YouTube can go, oh, we've had enough, see you later, thanks for having us. We don't want to do videos anymore. Or I don't know, but it's just taking every day as it comes. Yeah. Choosing the right things, making sure the things you're doing are the things you really want to do and that mm. you feel passionately about, and just going with it. But, but it's but, weird. But that's <laughs> the interesting thing about, about you as well, though, is like I'm interested how you see yourself in your career in, in that sense of like how you define what you do, because I don't see you as a YouTuber. I don't know if that's like a fair comment, but I feel yeah, like I, don't I really see know you. What I am. The way I see you is like an entrepreneur, businesswoman. You're running, you're running something big, and yeah. not not to like sound scary. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, like oh gosh. But it, but it, yeah, it's like all right, calm down. Uh, like I'm running a village here. You're not just doing one thing. You're yeah. doing so many things, and I'm interested in that because I think it's okay not to have one job. Yeah, like my sure. my thing is, do you know what? If you want to dip into those different careers and make it sort of one big career, that's really exciting. Yeah, especially I think you get to a point where you know there's a lot of things that you could do if you really wanted to. You get asked if you want to do this. You get asked, have you ever thought about doing this? Mm. And it's like you have to actually like it gets to a point where I'm like, I don't know if I really want to do that. Like, I've never even considered if I wanted to do that. Mm. I think I might pop that on the shelf for a while. Um, it's just, I think it's just weird being being told, whatever you want to do, you could probably do it. Because yeah. you're like, whoa, that's a lot of responsibility. I'd love to read a book of your real life. But oh, that, yeah, yeah. you could wait. You yeah. could do that tomorrow, or yeah. you could do that Someone in 10 said, years. Someone said, do you want to write an autobiography? Yeah, I was like, of course. not yet, I'm only 20, I'm, yeah. like, I'm 26 yeah. now. But I'm like, surely my life's not that interesting. I honestly think sometimes I don't really grasp my life as it is. I think because I'm so like... I, in my head, I'm still like, this was my hobby, I enjoyed it, and I still do. Sometimes it, it is when someone goes, you know, you're a businesswoman and you're an entrepreneur and look at everything you've done. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. It, I think it's taken me until this year, so how mm. long have I been doing this now? Nearly seven years. Mm. It's taken me until this year to go, yeah, I've actually worked really hard. Yeah, you've worked because really hard. there's so many people that sort of go, oh, you know, YouTubers don't do anything. What are you doing with your life? Like, that's not a proper job, you know. Even if you were just running your blog and making money for your blog, you you know, that is insane anyway because you're running a website. Yeah. That's what some people... Like, some websites have 40 people running a website. Some Twitter so, accounts have multiple yes. people running it, so yeah. So it's... I just find it so interesting. Like, I guess I know from doing it myself, like, how much work it takes to put, yeah. to produce something. So... People make web series, for example. Mm -hmm. How is that different from getting a camera, getting an editor, getting like amazing light equipment? Mm -hmm. Like you, you come up with ideas for the month. Like yeah. that's yeah. All of that is so much, and it's like the most employable you could be. Yeah, I'm like I'm like just about grasping how much I have done in the seven years to get to this point, and it's not just luck. Mm. For a long time, I was like, oh, I was just lucky. I think no. luck gets you so far, yeah. and then it's the luck can run out. Yeah. But then when people ask for advice, because mm. I feel it's very specific when you're in, when you're, when you've been doing something for like seven years, for example, like if someone wanted to do what you're doing now, that's totally different mm. because you'd probably launch a YouTube channel for like a purpose when like you'd have an agenda yeah. Yeah. and that already is sort of not what you set out to do. No, yeah. Um, for like really younger people, I guess, who want to make a career online, this is something I'm still working out. Like I don't know what to say to people because I started my blog five years ago mm. and it's not as easy to just start a blog now. It's just, yeah, I don't think, it's not. Um, do you think it's just 
find what you're passionate about and just run with it apologize for my snoring as well. <laughs> oh my god like Nala's literally wrapped noise. up in a in a <laughs> towel and just looks like she's having the best time she is heaven <laughs> so cute. I don't know I think I think what worked so well five to seven years ago with blogging and YouTube is that there was never an agenda and it was just people writing about things that they genuinely really wanted to write about there was nothing really in it for anybody so you would come home from a long day at work you might have hated your job you might have loved your job and like for me I didn't enjoy what I was doing so my blog was that time where I could do something that I was really passionate about and um, I was kind of talking with people who felt the same way and there was like this whole community so I feel like I feel like there's definitely scope for people to be successful for sure because there's so many more people watching reading um, but then there is more people creating as well. Yeah. So it's like there's more people, which is kind of a pro and a con, although yeah. I don't know really if there is a con at all because it depends if you're doing it for the career purposes or you're doing it for you. There's definitely room for more because people are more interested in people these days, yeah. I feel like. Um, and as long as I think you're passionate about what you're writing about and you're enjoying it, there's nothing worse than seeing videos or reading something when you can just tell they're not having fun doing mm -hmm. it and they're only doing what they think they need to be doing rather than what they want to be doing and I think you can really tell especially in video yeah well actually that brings me on to another point like the second reason why I love your channel is because I genuinely think you were one of the first people who pulled back the curtain on this is like the real me. Yeah. Now, it, you know, it's it's more acceptable to say I'm having a real issue with this and yeah. that's great. But when you announced like your anxiety video mm -hmm. and when you, I remember that video that you uploaded, it was called like, it all gets a bit yeah, too much. Yeah, sometimes it gets a bit much, yeah. It's almost like you want to remind people amongst all those amazing days, mm. there is always going to be one bad day. Was that hard for you because you've got a video clip of you looking really sad? Yeah. Because if you'd have felt better an hour later, Maybe you'd be like, oh, I didn't want to post that. It was the scariest thing I've ever uploaded. I mean, like, there were people who I was quite close to that went, why did you upload that? That's so vulnerable. Like, you've just, like, you've opened up, like, a whole other part of you that you've not given to people before. And right. I was like, yeah. well, to be honest, like, I don't want people to only see the good days and think my life is this perfect bubble because at that point, all these amazing things were happening. Mm -hmm. And there were so many people that were saying you know, on Twitter and things like, your life's amazing and what, does anything ever go wrong for you? And you know, mm. what, where's the, the downside to any of this? And I was like, actually, I was having days like that quite regularly because my anxiety would get quite bad. Like it's not normal. I was never programmed to deal with this sort of success in something I was doing just for fun. Mm. It's not like I grew up saying, I'm gonna be an actor one day and I'm gonna go to acting school and I'm gonna, you know, or one day I hope to get papped or I hope yeah. I get really successful part in a film and win mm. an Oscar. It was never it was never something I wanted to do. So it was almost like I was having to kind of deal with that side of it and do all these exciting things. And it was almost like I was like, am I allowed to feel sad and a bit like stressed out by this? I'm not sure. Oh my God, of course. <laughs> um, and I was just having like a down day and I was like, I think I was filming every day at mm. that point as well. And I didn't want to not upload something. I didn't want to just say, I had a rubbish day, sorry guys. And I just picked up my camera and filmed it. Yeah. And I remember speaking to Louise and being like, I filmed a clip, but I don't know if I should upload it or not. And she was like, just do it. You're a normal human being. Yeah. Like, just go with your instinct. And I was like, yeah, all right. I think it's it. so important for yeah. people to see. It's almost like people think there's like this euphoric, like 
life change but there's not really and with things with big exciting things there's always going to be something that outweighs it for sure but also from from seeing you you know at like your book party for example like you you've never wanted to be famous no it's so obvious even now some people are like all oh, right so you started youtube to get famous i'm like no that wasn't a thing like starting youtube to be famous wasn't a thing no. i'm actually quite a shy person that's what's really strange yeah. about this whole thing is that actually i think i liked the camera because it was a kind of what's the word i'm looking for it was like that barrier between mm. actual contact it was like the camera's there instead. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I think that's I think that's the same for a lot of people that do YouTube because people's confidence can grow massively because you could have a fear of socialising or something that's kind of stopping you from being a more confident mm. person or feeling more kind of accepted in social situations and all of a sudden you've only got a camera that's yeah. there instead. Are you an introvert? Have you I done the test? Know. I love being alone. I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about um, making friends whilst you're an introvert because you mm. like your own time, but how do you make friends? And I was like, that's yeah. such an interesting concept because I love just being on yeah. my own. Like, it's a weird one because the internet has allowed us to make so many friends. Oh, yeah. Without really having to, to go, go out. into a crowd, for yeah. example. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so, and do you think a lot of your YouTube friends are quite similar to that or are you all totally different? Um, I think a lot of us are all very different, but I think underlying that, I think if you ask most YouTubers if YouTube has improved their confidence, I think most would say yes, for That's sure. Cool. That's because really we're, cool. Because we're also doing things that are out, out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Um, so whether that's Jim standing on the red carpet hosting a premiere um, or you know Tanya doing a cover shoot or Alfie going off and doing it, like everyone's doing something that they never thought they would do. And there's some element of fear within that as well. Because... It's good that you're all different as well, yeah. isn't it? Because actually, it, I was going to ask, like, a, a, a thing that is reoccurring in me at the moment is, like, this this idea of of um, when you're surrounded by successful people, do you ever feel competitive? But then it, it's hard to feel competitive about people who are, A, your friends, and B, no one's ever the same anyway. There's, like, never. That's one thing, actually. Within all of our friends and all of our friendship groups, there's never any competitiveness. And I think people hope that there is as like some sort of like, oh, but surely if you've done something similar to this person, I'm like, no, we're all just really supportive of each other. And I think that's why like when everyone's sort of made friends and we all started collabing together and like it's it's one thing to be successful, but it's a whole other thing to be successful with people you love, like bringing everyone up with you. And like how amazing when people photograph all of your stuff together. Yeah. And it's like on Amazon, it's buy all of these together. Yeah, it's so cool. Get a discount and buy them all. And how amazing that you can all be in it together. For sure, definitely. That's so good. And then the other thing I was um, wondering is, um, I know we've spoken about this a little bit before, but um, switching off. Oh yeah. And I I know that, like I take a lot of baths as well um, and also you obviously live in such a nice area of Brighton and can go to the beach and stuff but yeah. but how do you sometimes escape it because it's quite hard you don't think of 10 million people when you do anything do you? No, I don't think about the amount of people watching or the age group of people watching because I think if you think about that too much you stop being who you are and what mm. you want to do but it does play on your mind a little bit sometimes and there's always something that I could be doing. Like, my list of things to do is just never-ending. It's not like I finish everything I need to do at 6pm mm. and shut down my laptop and, you know, put my phone to the side and go, right, 
I've done everything I need to do. It wasn't like when I worked, you know, in interior design when I had a yeah. to-do list and I could tick everything off and be like, I've done everything I need to do for today. It's like an ongoing... Your life and work are merging so much. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you love it. So yeah, why exactly. would you want to stop? Exactly. It's yeah. like there's no line, really. It's so blurred. The lines are really blurred. Um, so to actually switch off from it altogether is quite hard. I honestly think in the whole, like... I would say in maybe in the last like four years, I've not properly switched off. Mm. Um, I can kind of, you know, turn my laptop off and not look at my phone for a couple of hours. Or if I'm watching a film, I guess that's a great distraction. Cinema. Yeah, the cinema. I can't do anything It's so good, then. isn't it? It's yeah. literally like... Phone on silent. Can't touch that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or when I go away on holiday, actually, I feel like by like the third day, I start to like actually properly unwind. Do you feel like physically being removed helps you yeah. be like mentally removed yeah because I feel like when I'm in a different city I'm like well I'm no one can find me yeah you know? yeah I do sometimes do that I'm like away and I'm like oh I'm in Dublin I'm in a different city and then someone will go so where are you oh wait <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> different. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah no I am still here. um yeah no I do find it really hard do you find it hard to like completely switch off I find it really difficult but then um my problem isn't that I'm addicted and it's because I'm paranoid about something. It's I love doing it. Exactly. Like, I love... Like, I get a rush off... I think when you want to write, it's because you want to connect. So yeah. the rush of someone reading a blog post and being like, I really liked that. Like, I love that. Yeah. So I never want to stop. But that's not a good thing either. And um, like we were saying earlier, when I'm lying in bed, like, buzzing. Because yeah. I've been doing loads of work till midnight. That's not really good for um, just general life. Um, so... I think, like, I, yeah, I've turned into a bit of a granny, really. Like, I, I do all the fun stuff, but then I'll go on a walk and, like, put on a fleece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, fleeces. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to wear a fleece now. Um, so I feel like it's two extremes. Um, also going into the country where there's no signal. Yeah. Because I, I feel like the, the sad reality is, is that if I can't physically get online, I have to switch off. I'll tell you where it's great to switch off. That was my phone. Speaking, Speaking of, of that, which. Was it mine? Was it mine? Yes, it was. Um, one place, one great place to switch off is flights. <gasps> I came up with my book idea on an on a flight to Australia. Exactly. Because you can't. It was do twelve anything. hours. Yeah. It's yeah. like the best time. You're like surrounded by clouds. There's nothing going on, especially if you're sat. I mean, I normally sit next to Alfie, and I'll just be like, "Yeah, don't talk to me for like." If we're on this flight yeah. for a long time, I at least want like three hours where I don't speak to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like, that's a really good time. Really, If, you, if yeah. it was just you, a pen and paper on an aeroplane, you can properly, but then it's quite scary when you actually unwind fully. That's the thing is, I feel like I don't want to switch off Like what completely. would we think about if we completely switched off? Yeah. Like where would our minds go? If you were just left on a desert island for five days, like by the like fourth day, what would you be thinking about? Oh my God, I don't want to think about that. Exactly. Yeah. I just want to think about my next witty tweet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, it's so so true. Yeah. Um, but then you can't read everything you get sent. Surely no, it's impossible. Yeah. It I, must I either be. get like letters. That's a bag of letters there. Wow. Those are ones I haven't and opened that, yet. How frequently does that? Every week. Really. Yeah. Um, and then there's tweets like constantly. If I use TweetDeck. I actually get dizzy because the have you ever used oh yeah and it's in real time isn't it it. yeah Yeah. I can't read any of them um yeah comments on YouTube videos I just can't I love reading the feedback though like that's mental yeah because Taylor Swift retweeted me once and my phone melted did it like it literally like curled (laughs) 
like got really hot. Oh, no. I was just like, this is Zoella. Like, this is Zoella's <laughs> life. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, I got my notifications turned off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. I think that's another reason why I find it hard to turn off. It's just because I know there's always something. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's always a yeah, new yeah, tweet. Yeah. There's always a new There's email. nothing really like to nothing chase stops. in a way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing ever stops as well. It's like people in the UK could go to sleep and you're like, okay, my phone's slowing down. And then someone else in another country wakes yeah. up and they start tweeting. Like, it, I think that's just because it's never silence. Yeah. And I know there's never silence. Yeah. So you've got used to it. Yeah. Got but that. again, like, I love it. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that you love it, but you're also like, at what point do I put my phone down on the side and not look at it? But it must make it easier as well that Alfie's exactly the same. Oh, yeah. I think it's good with Alfie being doing the same thing as me in a sense that we can both go... I get it. Like, I understand mm. why you need... He's like, I need to work. We can't do what we plan to do. I'm like, I get it. Because yeah. I need to do some stuff too. Wicked. See you later. Um, but then it's also gets to a point where we're both so busy sometimes. We're like, we haven't we haven't even asked each other what we've done this week. And also, when you when your boyfriend does the same thing as you and you get into bed at night and you go, right, let's, let's talk about something that's not work. We literally are just like, um... <laughs> Like, how? Do, what conversations do you have when you both work such weird, crazy jobs that are kind of in the same, like... Yeah, and like, which is really... And it's, like, exciting stuff. Yeah, like, he could get some exciting thing happening to him, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, tell me all about it, but that's still work. Yeah. And then we go, right, let's, let's try and have a conversation where we don't mention anything about work at all. And we can honestly sit there sometimes and go, wow, uh... <laughs> Good year for apples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, sunny today, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really lovely weather. I just can't wait for, for summer. Like, yeah, so sometimes it's good and sometimes it's yeah. like, yeah, but it's I, I, I wrote about, um, on my blog recently about, um, like, people kind of making you feel bad for working loads. Yeah. Because people are like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm like, do you need yeah, to, like, you know? Oh, like, <laughs> have you been out much? And it's like, uh, yeah, I have actually. Like, I, I love it. Yeah. And, yeah. But that's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. But it's thing. a personal choice. Hustler. Yeah, the hustle never ends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that the exactly. phrase? Yeah, something um, like that. But yeah, no, it's just, um, I think it's cool when something doesn't seem like work. So cool. I really don't feel like my, I mean, I have to say sometimes it does feel like work. When yeah. there's a lot more to do. Like obviously right now, at like, this point admin. in my life. Oh, I no bet, one I bet no one knows that you do admin. Yeah, I mean, admin. gross. Yeah. Like, and also, they don't really teach you how to do that stuff in school. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Like, I had no idea that if you become self-employed, you have to do all this stuff that goes with it. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of admin. There's a lot of, like, grown-up things you have to do alongside mm. all the fun stuff. Um, and yeah, I think at this point, I'm probably the busiest I've ever been. But I still don't really feel like it's unbearable. And if I did feel like it was... I could be like, do you know what? Tomorrow I'm just gonna have a yeah, day off. Yeah, but, it's, be your but own it's, boss. it's good that you know who you are and what you want to do because um, that's one thing I really admire about you is yeah. you, you know you you stick to what you want to do yeah. and I I know that you turn down a lot of things. Yeah, I would say like like honestly, we always say this, but it's like ninety percent of stuff I turn down. I honestly think if someone could see the things I've turned down, they'd go, "Are you actually joking? Are you crazy?" But it's more important to me to do the things that I genuinely really, really want to do because I didn't get to this point to, to just roll with everything. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Just, yeah, yeah. That's not what I want to do. I want to be quite, like, selective with Definitely. things I do. You're nailing it. Thanks. <laughs> I think you're amazing. Um, so I think you're such an inspiration to people who 
you know, not necessarily want to do exactly what you're doing even, just someone who can make... Just break out of the mould yeah. a little bit. In one of my old jobs, I, w- I remember thinking, I just wish I didn't have a boss. I just remember thinking that because it just didn't feel right to me to be doing something someone else wanted me to do. I think and some people literally come out of the womb and they want to be self-employed. Because it's not for everyone. I've got friends who are like, I can't think of anything worse. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine too. Yeah, exactly. But, but making your own rules and like being your own boss, like it fits some people very, very well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's almost like it, I've just kind of fit into this way of like my life, and I feel like this is obviously even without knowing it, back being eleven, holding a camera, mm. like this is definitely where I feel the most comfortable. I think there's a massive shift going on in the workplace. Yeah, like, there's stats that are saying like by twenty twenty. 50% will be freelancers. Really? So it's like, you don't work 9 to 5, you work 24-7. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be a really interesting the next few years. Definitely. But it's good to have someone to look up to, like someone like you, who's just, it's possible. And even I didn't think it was. Yeah. So, there you oh, go. Thank you so much. That's okay. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. It's amazing having you on the podcast and I look forward to everything else that you're doing. Me too. There's always stuff going on, isn't there, behind I the know. scenes and I just wait for announcements. It's just so exciting. So exciting. Cool. Thanks, Zoe. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please remember to subscribe on iTunes and listen on acast.com. I'm on Twitter at Girl Austin City. I'd love to hear your feedback and thanks so much. See you next week.